Hey everyone, it is Micah Mathis. Welcome back to the Ribbon to the Gift. Um, this is a very special episode to me. Um, this is episode three. I didn't think I would make it this far by opening up this stuff. Wow. But we're trying new things. So this episode is going to be called Fear of Family. And basically, um, when it comes to fear of family, it's like, me personally, I would feel like I'm a, I am my biggest judgment. I be hard on myself. I call myself lazy and things like that. But I more so try to please others and make my family proud the most. But I also realize if I don't do things their way, and not every family is like this, but I also feel like every person can kind of be like this. And especially if it's family because you were born out of that family, um, it just hits harder and way more intense. So um, I have here with me Dante Knight. Hey, yeah, introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Dante Knight. You know, I'm a junior here at Clark Atlanta. You know, we're going to get into some topics, you know, so we stay lit, you know. And we have his buddy over here. Uh, hi, my name is Alfonso. So, okay, to kick things off, have you guys ever felt like you ever disappointed somebody else more than yourself, and why? Hmm. I have. Um, I felt like I disappointed someone other than myself, I would say, um, you know, a lot of people always tell me they're proud of me and everything, but sometimes I feel like I don't do enough. Like, I'm not where I want to be at. Uh, for example, like, um, when it comes to my mom, when she tells me she's proud of me, I, that literally will brighten my whole day. Like, I'm, she's already proud of me regardless of the fact, like, she always, t she tells me that, but when she tells me, you know, she's proud of me, like, every now and then, that really is really a big deal versus my grandma telling me that, or my dad, because, like, I really try to make my mom so proud. Like, I want to buy my mom a house before I'm, like, 22, 21, whatever like that. Like, I want to, like, do, go all out. And it's crazy because I try to always seek validation from my grandmother because growing up, like, I haven't told about this, but growing up and everything, my mom, she was supposed to go, like, to Spelman and do all that stuff, right? But she had me at a young age, so she had to stay in Ohio. Um, but every time, you know, my grandma, I always try to seek validation through her because every time she tells me, like, a certain thing to do, I always go for it. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I always try to seek validation from, through her, um, my dad and my mom sometimes. That way I could just make them proud. And, you know, that's, I try to, I used to stress myself out, but now I, I really don't. And I'm balancing out the two to try to make them proud and not try to really seek validation at the same time, but still make them proud, if that makes sense. So, yeah. What about you? Um... Playing football growing up and doing all that, the whole family coming out saying me, and then I miss a tag, oh, I drop a pass, why don't we hit the hole as hard as I'm supposed to? And I just look at the sideline, all I see is straight faces, mean mugs. I'm like, damn, my bad, I'm sorry I didn't perform to this level. And then, like, my grandfather, he passed in like 14, somewhere around there. Like, he, he was the only reason, like, I started doing a lot of stuff. Like, he was like the motivated because my father, Stock market crash, he was, he wasn't out of my life, but he started going back the way he knew how to do to provide for me. And my mother, she just was always working home. Like, I just got a new little brother, so it was like, damn, I'm really not getting support I am. So my grandfather was support, dang, so like, 
when I'd be back in school, not performing in sports, I'm like, damn, I let down Brandon there. So it's like, mm-hmm. I gotta get back to doing better. Um, I feel like personally myself, I feel like I disappoint more than just my family because anybody who ever believes in me, I consider them family. Like, I don't consider just blood as family. So, um, like me being a cheerleader, um, I took a break this year and I'm starting to think like I really like bettering myself and just like focusing on like the things I like because I used to be ever since like the age of two I used to be so wrapped up in cheer I didn't even care about school itself you know so um when I stopped you know everybody's asking me like where are you what are you doing like I can't believe you and things like that and it makes me feel sad but I know it was to fix school because my freshman year of college was the worst I've ever done in my life like academically because cheer is a lot to take on um any sport is a lot to take on but you know for cheer like if you don't have the passion you're going to start thinking like well I'm not even getting paid for this like I'm going through all of this drama and things like that just to what be depressed suicidal but do it for others you know and I got tired of doing it for others but for my mother I was willing to do anything and knowing the personal issues that we had at home um I strongly believe that I was her outlet you know when she would come to the games and you know see me cheer or whatever so for me to stop you know I strongly believe that disappointed her um because she brings it up a lot and I'm just always in a battle between like should I go back for her and for everybody else because I really honestly don't care to go back or like do I just remind her that you know even though you're out there for like four hours to see me cheer after those four hours you're back to reality and cheer used to be my outlet and making people proud used to be my outlet but um then it became like my plug in my socket for depression so then I was like maybe my outlet um has like gone rotten or maybe I need to change it or just some things you know need to change and I thought I was bettering myself and I do believe that I am but because of the responses I've been getting from not cheering it makes me think like was I being selfish and things like that and another part of fear of family is like and I feel like a lot of family do this um is manipulation into getting their child or significant other into doing what the original person makes them happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like, let's say it's a married couple, right? And they're like, we want you to play football, son. We want you to play football because you can go here, 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 here. And he's like, well, I'm not the best academically. I'm not dumb, but I'm not the best academically. Football is going well, but realistically, if I'm not already best by now, by the time I get to high school and college, will I even go pro? Because it's only a certain percentage that go pro, and even the best of the best still never go pro. And nowadays, you know... Know somebody that... Yeah, yeah, you you a football star, you right. So, like, what my um, father always wanted to do, he was like, you got the left over the cornerback in the NFL... 
this, that, and third, and my mother would use that shit. It was like, if you do, if you start this game and do well, your father won't come to the next game. Yeah. At the time, I was like, Dad, come to my game. You never come to my game. This is just a big thing. This and the third. And like, I would try my hardest to be the best. I would try to do every position linebacker, cornerback, running back, quarterback, wide receiver, whatever I can do to stay on that field. And it was only like three, four times I could turn around. Like all the years I played football, my pops actually came. But back at home, I, uh, three or four games, I'll be sitting there like pops, like, why you not coming to the games? You said you would. Oh, I got jammed up or something. This thing third, you good. You did like, did you make them tackles? Did you score the ball? This thing third, I'm like, yeah, I did, but it really mean a lot if you would come. And you was like, I'm gonna come next time. Next time, turn into next week. This time, I'm just showing up the games late. This and third, cause I like, I lost passion. Like, you won't go to this um top school, and that actually leads into something else that we talk later about. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to always high school, so it was just strictly sports, sports, mm-hmm. sports, sports. And I got there, I'm like, I'm 125, I'm like 5'9", long arms. Like, not top of the pack when it comes to speed or anything, but I'm not slow like a lineman. Right. Like, I'm like a... <clears throat> yeah, like somewhere around there. So, I'm sitting there, I look around, I'm like, shit. See all these motherfuckers, they 252, 25 running backs. I'm getting hit with like... 230 linebackers, I'm like, yo, fuck this, it's my, my bad, my mind, so I don't know about that. But I'm like, I'm like, fuck this, I'm not about to be getting the shit knocked out of me for you to come and you still ain't done this shit in this past. I've been playing football for what, seven right. years now? You still ain't been showed up to none of my games. You think I'm about to keep right. busting my ass? I don't even like this sport no more, yo. Yeah. But you, what you talking about? You can't, you can't convince me that I'm doing this because it's going to lead me somewhere else. At, the, at that time, like when I first started football, I'm like, I was a C, I was like a low C, high D type of student. Cause like, I was smart at math and all that other shit. I just didn't care as much. Mm-hmm. But then like, as time went on, I'm like, oh, 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 I'm not a dumb ass person. Right. And it brought smiles to my people's faces. I'm like, shit, I mean, get, keep getting good grades. I started right. on the road, getting all these awards. Mm-hmm. And it's that though. I'm like, shit, I don't gotta play football no more. I'm making y'all smile in a different way. Exactly. It always my fault, like, yo, you can make it to the league, just, you gotta apply yourself, apply myself, I'm, a, I'm applying myself, where the fuck is my support at, like, yeah. I'm doing all this shit, but you're not here to support me, you said you're gonna be there every game, but I don't see you in the stands, I don't see you at these practices, this, that, and the third, you only came to a handful of practices, you was like, oh, you need to work on this, that, and third, I'm strong in these areas, you don't see what I see, and the coaches said, man, like, don't worry, man. And I'm like, shit, I'm closer to my coaches when it comes into sports than I am you. So I think they about? say that because they're not the ones that feel Going like. I think when people be like, I understand. They I think, I think you can understand, but you can't feel it. You can't feel you know it. You don't feel your body so in the morning. You can't feel, damn, I can't move my legs. I can't get out of bed. Right. I got to take a piss, but I can't move. Cause my body is so right. sore. I can't roll over. I can't sleep at night. I got headaches because I'm getting hit with concussions and shit. Think I'm gonna keep doing this right. shit. Man. When people, when people don't go through or or experience what you have specifically gone through, they they always say, "Oh, you'll be fine," or they'll they'll be like, oh, "I understand where you come from." No, you don't understand where you come no. from. It don't have to be just sports. It's, it's a lot of it's different aspects. Of like, for example, I'm not going to the situation, but a situation happened to last week, and mm-hmm. people they know what happened and they assume they 
knew the situation, oh, you'll be fine, but you're not in them emotions, what's really going on, you don't understand how the other person feels, and that's just facts, like, that's like, if someone, God forbid, it's happened, like, somebody get hit by a car, right, oh, you'll be fine, that person's fine, they're out the hospital, no, that person's not fine, that person's probably still going through trauma that they already have went through, you know, so it's like, I, I just don't understand why people are, like, oh, you'll be fine, or I understand what you're going through, no, you don't, if you put, if, I don't know, it just, yeah, I think yeah. to answer that question, um, and I'm going to tap more into the emotional side, but I think people say, like, you'll be fine and stuff because that's, like, a safety word mm-hmm. for them. Like, if if I was to literally sit there and ask, okay, what happened? That means I have to become vulnerable and open up myself to mm-hmm. let what you're going through come in, and it may trigger something with myself. And I don't want to go through that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're thinking as a coach or a friend, like, you're supposed to be sympathetic. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be emotional. But a lot of times, people do not want to tap in to their emotions. And that's why with even with relationships, um, no, not even relationships. When it comes to parents and you ask your parent, what happened to you as a kid? Mm-hmm. What happened? Or I overheard like, you talking to this. What happened? You know? Like, people like family. They don't see like they say you gotta see the bigger picture. The bigger picture. What's the bigger picture? I make it to the league now. I gotta take care of y'all asses because y'all done quit on everything. It was like, mm-hmm. what, what's the bigger picture? Like, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying me going through breaking my motherfucking legs, not being able to do shit in my elderly when you gone and shit. But I'm doing it right now. The benefit you because you want this nigga shit. This like, hey, I don't got a problem taking care of my family. I don't. But they didn't. Then again, it's like, shit, like, I'm doing all of this, and I just want support. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy me the fancy gloves or the cleats or the vibes, all that. Like, just be there. Just be like, good job, son. You did what you had to do. This, that, and third. Like, I understand it. Like, emotionally, that shit does take down more to you. Like, mm-hmm. you sitting there, like, you keep breaking promises to me, and you keep doing this. Why do I need to keep respecting your word? Why, why should I value what you're telling me? And then it just follows, like, it's a snowball effect. And like it leads over to like school word this and third like I see what you're here's doing. the opposite of that and I don't mean to cut you off my mom and my family were so emotionally attached mm-hmm. they came to every game they coached on teams that I was on they was at every competition every practice cussing everybody out that looked at me wrong and I got bullied mm-hmm. because they were emotionally attached so Let's get into, Dante, your side of things. Because it's clear we're the athletic ones. So we see it from an athletic point of view. But I always want to know what is it like from a scholar's point of view. Because I feel like life is divided into athlete, scholar, and privilege. Privilege. You know? So from athletic side, we're always working out, doing things, and... For me, I never had time to study. So now that I got free time, I noticed that I procrastinate a lot in things. Because in my mind, I'm used to, okay, I need to go practice and then work on homework whenever Mm -hmm. I can. When now I have more time to do so. So from a scholar side, like how how more so is it and what do you want to get accepted by? Um, Well, you know, well, I'm going to say I'm an only child. So Mm -hmm. um, people always assume that I'm always privileged or not. And. You know, that's not, you know, it's not the fact, you know. 
Um, when it comes from like a scholar, like I always try to make sure I always have like the best grades. I mean, I was I was kind of on the athletic side because growing up I did play soccer. Mm. Um, long story short, I played soccer between the age of like seven all the way to like fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a deal to like play for the well. A lot of people know it's a soccer team called the Columbus Crew. Mm. Um, the Columbus Crew. I had a chance to play with them and go to high, play play in high school overseas and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Well, that's another story, but long story short about that situation is that I was supposed to play overseas and something happened with the coaches and everything, but, you know, that's another story. But back to the topic of the scholar standpoint, um, it's very, I try to see, like I said, I try to see validation through, like, the parents and, like, you know, grandparents because this is very, like, I, I really try to make everyone proud when it comes to the whole scholar and grades, and sometimes it was kind of stressful because it's like, oh, if I don't get this assignment done, like, for example, even in middle school, elementary school, we have, like, the, what's it called, the award show, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, for perfect this and that, so I always make sure I got, you know, the best of awards, and, you know, just try to stay on top of things, and then when it came to high school, um, when I found out, the only thing you have to do is get a D to pass, I thought in high school, but now it's really a C, it was like, it put more pressure on me, because now in high school, you know, I went to early college high school, so that was basically, I was doing college work while in high school at the same mm-hmm. time, so that was very stressful, because you know, I can't get under C. I had to make sure my work was, like, it was really, really stressful, like, and then now coming to Clark is, like, it's kind of a relief. I would say, like, the sophomore, I'll say freshman and sophomore year was kind of, like, kind of my worst years in a way because mm-hmm. considering the fact that I always try to seek validation through grades and do all this stuff. But now I'm a junior, and this, this, the beginning of the school year start is, we're in the mid of the school year. I really been just doing my own thing. Like, I, I know for a fact my long-term goal and everything I want to do. And it's like, I don't seek validation really anymore, honestly. Like, I used to up until, like, last week, which is really ironic. You know, I do my best. And as long as I feel like I do my best, that's all that matters. And it's like, once I had that, once I have this new mentality of, you know, I don't care anymore. Like, I, I'm still going to pass the things I have to do and make sure I, you know, do what I am to, do what I am, do what I say. Be here to get that degree, I could say. And everything, life is just so much better. Like, I used to, like... And I don't know how it happened this way, but it's like, I just don't, like, I don't know. It's just, it's different now. Things are different. Like, I don't know. Like, I would, and in the past, I'll fake it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I don't care about secret violation. But now, it's like, ever since last weekend, like, I have talked to some family members and, and you know, everything. I don't care anymore. Like, I just, mm-hmm. not saying I'm going to just fail classes, but, you know, right. I'm, I'm just making sure. Like, I'm not stressing no more about that, anything. And it's like. You know, but I know every now and then I will kind of see the validation from like my mom and be like, are you proud of me? Everything, everything. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like as long as I feel like I'm proud of myself. So, right. You know, that all that shit matters because I feel like if you just keep on, you know, saying, I hope this person, I hope this, Mm -hmm. you will keep on stressing yourself out. But now I'm cool now. Like it took a minute. It took a minute, but I'm Mm -hmm. cool now. And I'm glad to honestly be here to speak about this because it took a while to get here. Like I'll be like, oh, wow. Like I don't care anymore. I'm doing this. But now it's like. I really don't care, not in a different disrespectful way, but it's like a way that, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to do what I can do, the best I can do, get mm-hmm. do this and that, and just live life, because we only got one life to live, so. I think that that's a part of self-love, honestly, seeking, like, your own validation. That's the part that I'm still trying to grab, but on my last note, I will say, I think the overall word I would put for all of this is comparison Mm. when I compare myself to other cheerleaders like dang you know how is she going through all of this and how she 
cheering but still got a 4.0 mm-hmm. like why can't I do that or how is it that that person is a scholar and you know they take naps all day right. you know but I realized that my story was much different as a freshman because I mean I'm only a sophomore now but right. as a freshman I had to work two jobs I had to cheer I had to go to school full time mm-hmm. I had just got a car I had to be the head of my household and things of that nature you know like I had to stay on top of everything and the more I realized, I was like, I can lose my sanity yeah. from that. And on top of that, I was going through heartbreak and, you know, just everything. And I had even um, lost a touch of God mm. through all of that. So I really felt like I was going through it alone to the mm-hmm. point it started to show out to the crowd. Like, you don't cheer the same that you used to. You don't, you don't dress the same. You don't act the same. And I had to win a crown in order for me to really not only move myself away to really validate myself like okay so i am more than just a cheerleader or a pretty right. face right. and like that's that's what i stood on mm-hmm. you know and i wish that my family stood on it more because i was like i came from y'all y'all were here before me right. i'm doing things that y'all always wanted to do outside right. of cheer you know i'm the first to really cheer in college out of my whole bloodline. So I understand why they're upset, but at the same time, um, other than getting a bachelor's degree, I plan on getting my master's and stuff, so I'm doing things mm-hmm. beyond years. Right. And all I wanted was a simple approval and for everybody to let everything go, really. Right. Something that families don't understand us is we are a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. So like, right. you, y'all always want better for us. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the same shit y'all did. Right. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Like, my right. father, like, what times got, oh, he went to bed, drank the jam and trapping. This ain't the third. And I'm mm-hmm. saying that, like, and it been caught on my mind. Like, when I was down bad, I had to, like, I threw up all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. might as well join the family business. They said, like, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that, dog. I'm like, what the fuck you think I've seen my whole right. life? Like, what you think I just witnessed right. you doing? Like, I done seen my cousins, all that. Like, I done seen y'all count hundreds of thousands right. of dollars. And you think I don't want to part of that? You right, think I'm going to be in school for fucking nine hours a day? Doing some right. shit I done learned four years ago? Like, right. what the fuck? Like, right. bust right. my ass for another right. minute at Walmart. Just be like, you're not doing it quick enough. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, right. think I want to listen to that shit. Right, like, right. Day, but right. I can be famine, like, doing for like three hours a day. Boom, I made $3,600 and I sold three olds. The fuck are you talking like you telling me I can make thirty six hundred dollars rapping five hundred dollars a day for nobody fucking five hundred a hundred dollars a day. Mm. Which one you want to take? Right. And like I'm sorry, but that's just the world we live in. Like right. it's saying it seems so bad, and then you sit there like shit ain't that bad. Like you don't think about the consequences and all that shit when you're doing it in the act. But back to my original point, I seen you doing it. what what oh shit. Mm-hmm. I seen you doing it. What you think I'm gonna do? Right. Like I don't want to do it, but times hard. Right. I gotta make some shit, and then, right. like you are a reflection on your parents. Like I'm just like my cousin. I just to press it. Like at school, people like, oh, you this and the third. I ain't got caught with many a times so mm-hmm. on some bullshit. Cause I'm like, cause I don't wanna go do this. Like yo, if y'all knew how I acted back at home and like where I came from and all that other shit, you be like, oh my god, you're so different. I'm not different from them at all. I'm just able to suppress it to the point where mm-hmm. it's not noticeable. So like, mm-hmm. I, I got a point like a motherfucker. But um, go back to it. like we just like y'all. 
That's we true. just doing it better than y'all. That's why y'all right. push us right. so much. Y'all right. want us. Right. That's facts, man. You That's want true. us to do what y'all weren't able to do. But the sad thing is, say, we might not be able to do it either. It's just simple as that. Like, but I think it's the fact that we're smart enough to know you're still trying to manipulate yeah. how you want us to do it instead of letting me go through it. Like, like it happened naturally. Like, if I, got that yeah. motive, if I got that motivation to do it or not, if I don't got that motivation, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Like, yeah. you can put all the money into it, all this. I'm going to tell you, like, you about to waste your money or you're not getting it back because I'm not about to do it. I don't have the passion for right. it. So... You gotta understand, like it didn't work out for you because you had the passion, you just ain't had the body. It's the mm-hmm. opposite. I might have the body, I just don't have the passion because that's, that's right. not me. That's not me no more, exactly. Like you can't make me into you. Mm-hmm. I could become you, but just in a smaller form mm-hmm. or a better mm-hmm. form. But I'm not going to do exactly what you did. I'm gonna have slip ups and I'm gonna excel in more places than you did. So it's like you gotta let me naturally do me. Right. You can guide me, but understand. Right. Let me do what I gotta do. You gotta let me just. And I think that's the big thing, cause I mean, if again, if nobody's spiritual, I apologize, but I think like God is supposed to teach us, and then the parents are there to really guide us through it. Like, okay, go this way. No, don't go this way. Like, go this way. You know. And um, I feel like they go from guiding us to realizing how much power they have as a parent. To like really step in front of like what we really want to do mm-hmm. and things, you know, like that. Um, Dante, do you have any um, last points? Um, only last points I do have is that you know, as human, I, I'm just gonna well, I'm just gonna say it at this. It's a question for everybody out here and you guys too. Isn't it so weird how when we were kids, we like well, I'm not gonna say it's kids because we still kind of deal with the same things, but it's like. It's crazy. Like, when you're a young child, you never expect to go through the things you go through now. You wouldn't expect you would. Like, yeah. Like, you wouldn't expect to be picking up, like, a lot of people pick up drinking. A lot of people pick up yeah. smoking. Mm-hmm. You would have never expected I'm like, mm-hmm. and kids, it's like, our emotions, like, you don't realize how our emotions were until now we're older. I'm like, dang, all these, you know what I mean? Like, you, you look at back at old sitcoms, like, damn, I feel what you're going through now. you like, damn, like, this is really, really. Yeah, like, I'm, that's what I'm over thinking in my mind. Now we had this conversation, I'm like, wow, like. I just, only think I remember my child just playing around outside. That's what I'm like. Right, I now see. I'm stressing about bills and Yeah, things. like, like yeah. I should have stayed in the child's I place. See, like, <laughs> so like, so like, somebody, let's hear the twin, like, a girl, I, I never, I, as a kid, I never wear wigs. Ten years later, where my wig at? Okay. Right, yeah. that's real. Don't come to me like you. Hey, hey, hey. No, like, that's real. Do, you gotta do what you gotta do. Wow. You wanna try different hairstyles, ain't worked out. So I mean, fuck hey, you do what you do. But um, overall, families, if you're listening to this, uh, parents, fathers, cousins, sisters, brothers, boyfriends, sisters, uh, whoever, you know, let that person guide themselves. Even if they make a mistake, any mistake, even if you make a good mistake can go wrong. You know what I'm saying? It could be permanent. It could be temporary. Um, even if you make a bad decision, you can either see the good out of it or the bad out of it, you know, and that's the thing about life is that we not only have the freedom of speech, but we have the free will to make mistakes. I mean, of course, as black people, we don't have the free will to do what we want all the time, but they definitely give us the free will to either go to school and go through debt and go to school or drug deal and probably go to jail for it or make millions off of it and become a rapper you know you just never know 
what could change in a matter of time. And I just ask and pray that more students and more kids in our generation, because we're a really smart generation, to just let us, you know, go through and see what we like, see what's out there. We have technology now. We have social media and things like that. Things are happening around us, and we're just trying to keep up with the pace. So, um... I thank you all for watching. I thank you to Love Bugs no for coming. No this is better no than I thought. Um, be sure to catch them on any more episodes because they'll definitely be back. And tell um your social medias and things. Oh yeah. Okay, what's up everybody? So you can follow me on Twitter at I am Dante underscore night and Instagram the same I am Dante underscore night um subscribe to my youtube channel dante night um yeah that's it i mean that's about it i guess uh my <laughs> instagram is king.fonzi f-o-n-z-i-e for some people who can't spell it and twitter is the same thing except with an underscore and two e's at the end so yeah, and dante you're mr oh yeah UNCL. i'm on the i'm on the uncf court i'm mr 1909 on the uncf court really proud of that Wow, yeah. we love to see it. Yeah, yep, yep. But thank you guys, and be sure to come back for next episode. Oh, uh, yeah.